Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio on this Monday, April the 11th. Tim Wildman with David Tagliano and and uh, Brother Steve now is with us. Good morning. How you doing, Steve? I'm well. Steve well, Jordahl. Had, had a good weekend. Went to visit my dad up in Nashville. <laughs> That's right. They moved from California to Nashville. They did a reverse Jed Clampett. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Just couldn't take, uh, couldn't take California any, anymore. So, yeah. Huh? Nashville, Tennessee is the place you ought to be. <laughs> so they picked up the family. Go, 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 so Tennessee, you can't escape the commies. Yeah. <laughs> country, country. High taxes, that is. <laughs> the commie country. Rules and regulations. <laughs> Transgender you know. Oh, man, I think we're on to something right there. <laughs> um, so, Ed, uh, Steve. Yes, sir. Uh, how'd your weekend go first? It was well. We, yeah. yeah, had a good time. We uh, ate at, there's an Indian place up in there, up in Nashville that's just. What's, what is, what is Indian food? I mean, I know there's like curry. Spice-wise, there's a lot of curry. But what, what, what you is haven't lived Is there a lot of rice? Or? Yeah, over rice. You haven't lived until you've tried some butter chicken. Buttered chicken. Butter chicken. Oh. But he, he said B-U-T-T-E-R, not. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Not B-U-T-T-E-R-E-D. Uh, yes. Oh, right? butter chicken. Okay. Butter chicken. That's All right. yes. Butter chicken. And oh, is it good. Is that where we get our butter ball? I don't turkey. know. Butter ball turkey. Did it start in India? I, I'm, uh, I'm not aware. <laughs> I don't think so that butter, started butter, in butter India. Butter chicken uh, at the Indian restaurant there in Nashville. Yeah, our, my uh, my boss and our, our fellow T.I. person, uh, Fred, uh, turned me on to that when I was going up one time. They are pretty big on the curry. Yep. Which this is, is a curry dish. Which is um, orange, or orange and yellow. There's different colors. There's green curry. There's, so there's green curry yeah. too. But it's now what spicy. is what is curry exactly? I believe it's a plant that uh, gives it a distinct flavor, an addition of some kind of a grow growing thing. So is it kind of like is, ca- like is it kind of like meat sauce to Italians? Yeah, or something. <laughs> well. I, well, you I have can't to ask speak to about the that. India thing. I, well, I but feel you, put, like you, you Italians put meat sauce on everything. They put in India. They put curry on everything. Am I right? Well, we don't put meat sauce on well, everything. Well, okay, pasta. Uh, oh yeah, you know, all well, those ethnic stereotypes. And, that and I when I was when I was growing up up in New England, we called it gravy. That's what we called the called uh, meat yeah. sauce. Meat sauce. Yeah, it's, we talk, it's call it a, gravy. It's a kind of gravy. It, it was. I'll mm. tell you what. And I, okay. have, I married a Mississippi girl who right. can make some excellent sauce. So mm-hmm. God is good. <laughs> yeah, anyway, just, I'm looking Steve. up to see where it comes from. Where what curry? Yeah, I, I like. I think what we're kind of plants? Yeah, please. No, please do. I think this is important. It, it, all it says is it comes from India. So I don't. That's know. not helpful. It's a spice. Yeah. Huh? That's where Steph Curry comes. Is from? it male, female, or other? It, it would be other. <laughs> X. I suppose it's X. not. A, Okay, so curry, curry wouldn't be a gender. I wouldn't think. <laughs> Identify as curry. <laughs> okay, moving right along, Steve. All right, so um, there's a, a conservative college up in Michigan named Hillsdale College. You may yes. have seen yes, like, ads for Hillsdale. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've ever had anybody on our network from Hillsdale, but there's a lot of commentators. Very into the Constitution, um, very much into Western... Uh, the benefits of Western society, kind of the 
antidote to the woke curriculum uh, in that's going on in public schools right, right. now. And the state of Tennessee, Governor Bill Lee, has invited Hillsdale College to, to plant at least 50 charter schools with Hillsdale curriculum in the state of Tennessee. Add that to the more than 20, uh, more, uh, about 24 schools in 13 states that already have Hillsdale charter schools. And uh, this is a, an option for parents that um, might not want to put their kids into traditional public school. Well, good you know, for them. Yeah, yeah and, let, and let me just say this. This is, this is going to be going forward and has been already, but for minority parents. This is going to be a big deal in terms – I'm not talking about this particular uh, approach, but in terms of school choice, minority parents are going to want their kids going to schools like this. Yeah. I'm sure most don't even – I this you're – you brought this up this morning in our story meeting. It's the first I'd heard about what Bill Lee, the governor of Tennessee, had asked Hillsdale to do. But this kind of approach, if it does well in Tennessee, you could see this kind of approach in many other states in the country. And minority parents are going to want their kids getting access to this kind of traditional education. I think I, I don't know if our listeners, most of our listeners know, but we have discussed this with Abraham Hamilton III before. He and his wife are teaching their kids, they're homeschooling their kids, they're teaching their kids Latin. Yeah. All right? Now, th their kids are, are responding to this kind of a challenge. Latin is a language, although it's a dead language, no one technically speaks it. It is It is uh, uh, the, the foundational layer His of... His descendants are everywhere. Yes, in terms of law, in terms of uh, medicine... I mean, all and over romance the place. languages are all from Latin, French, and yes. Spanish, and Italian. So you have the, these kinds of school approaches. This is going to be a big deal going forward in the minority community. They're, yeah. they're going to be tired of the craziness right. and the incompetence in a lot of inner city schools and the crime and everything else. They're going to want access to yeah. this. First political party that makes that a big deal is going to draw a lot of votes from the minority. So here's the thing about charter schools is they are a public school. So um, they, I don't think it costs anything more to go. You just have to be accepted and, uh, you know, apply and be accepted. But you have to have you have to have school choice, right? Don't you to have the option to go to charter the school? The state has to have approved charter schools. In this case, Tennessee has they're uh, going to give to uh, to Hillsdale thirty two million dollars that they have set aside. The state has set aside for charter schools. And and beware, because not every charter school is necessarily a good one. These are schools that have been founded and run by a private company or a different organization. And uh, you can have a charter school that is uh, focused on woke ideology That's as true. much as you can. You have to lay out your case before the state yeah. board of education to say we would like we would like a charter school based on the arts right. for example right you know and and the and other good thing that about is true the other good thing about charter schools is being almost like a private corporation if they're no good and uh, people don't uh, enroll or the, they don't pass the state standards they're closed down right it's not mm -hmm. like public schools or public some public teachers that just passed along and yes. the unions can't, can't fire everything right they're uh, self correcting i guess in that in that response so good for right. tennessee and good for hillsdale college yeah. because 
they have drawn attention for their not only their Christian base, but their uh, foundational understanding of the way of uh, the founding fathers, but also Western civilization. Yep. They do yep. a great job up there. Hey, by the way, the um, winner of yesterday's Masters golf yeah. tournament was uh, Scotty Scheffler. I heard. He's a Christian. Oh, I was really? Re- I was, oh. uh, yeah, I was reading about him on this. Uh, he won, or at least he was up by several strokes at the end. Was it seven under? Uh, he won. He finished minus ten. Minus ten. He won, how did, how I think did Tiger won, wind he up? Won doing? By, he won by three. Uh, the bottom half. Yeah, he he you, he you did. Predicted that you you said you didn't think he would do well. His well. health, right? His uh, he he, he shot a consecutive seventy sevens. I think. Yeah, his first day he was seventy one for those par seventy two for the so he did really good, but as the days wore on, his uh, shattered ankle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that they gave he was limping, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty bad. So I uh, would think though that this would be encouragement enough for him to say, Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and continue rehabbing yeah. and hopefully get back out. Yeah, I, I, Tiger Woods you're talking about yes. uh but Scheffler, uh, the guy who won it, uh I was just reading about him on the I guess it's the FCA uh magazine. I just sent it to you, Brent, and you could post it. So uh it's a very interesting story about his faith, his family. Uh, if you want to read that, Brent just put it at our Facebook good, page. Good, It's uncanny to me. So today, go to Today's Issues Facebook page, and you can find this story about Scotty Scheffler, uh, the winner of the Masters. Uh, it's uncanny to me how many top-notch athletes and champions uh, are Christians. They just – I'm not saying that, you know, obviously there are – a lot of unbelievers who right. excel and who are great athletes and, and and win championships, but a lot of them down through the years. I wish I could list them now, but list them all. That but you just go, hmm. God, Kurt Warner comes to mind. Yeah, you know, God just gave him the ability to overcome. Ah, uh, you gotta. I odds. saw it. I watched the movie. That was a great movie. Excellent movie. It was on at our theater here in Tupelo for like for two months. Yeah. I don't. It may yeah. still be. I don't know, but you can. What's the name well, of it? Well, it's it's available on DVD uh, at Wall. Started at Walmart. What's the name of it? I'm looking it up. I can't. Yeah, look it Kurt up. War, it's the Kurt Warner story. Yeah. Yes, and, and that, it has the guy in it who played in Shazam. I'm trying to think of his his name. Uh you know my Tomer Powell. <laughs> no, he used to say he used to say Shazam. Uh, give me that Kurt Warner act. underdog, American underdog. Okay. Yes, American underdog. Zachary Le- uh, Levy, Levi, who I think is also a Christian. Yeah, he's the actor. If you if you watch so so if you want to watch a great movie, go see that movie uh, about the Kurt Warner story. Uh, American underdog. You yeah, said. American underdog. Just a, a word. Um, it's a great movie, but he doesn't begin life as a Christian. No. It's, no. Right. It's, Right, it's right. not graphic it, in every sense, no, but right. it does show his his life. I think he's in a you know in bars, yeah, and, yeah. and that kind of thing. But uh, to your point, and let me, I just say one additional thing about this because this is an this is a fascinating topic. As the culture, as elements of our culture became more antagonistic towards Christianity, especially in public schools where you know uh, prayer was outlawed in the Bible, and Christians became more outspoken about their faith. I don't ever remember growing up watching and seeing a basketball player 
or a football player or a hockey player, baseball player being outspoken about their faith. There might be one or two outliers there, but I can't remember anybody. But now it is not uncommon to see someone give credit to Jesus Christ. I don't think you would have seen that had elements of the culture not tried to push Christianity to the fringes. So in a yeah. sense, it's made Christians more bold agree about that. sharing their faith. Yeah, I don't, uh, well, be careful. I'm about to go down a theological road here. I'm not trying to bring anything up that gets us no, on track. No, I, I, don't, I don't think, uh, the, the fact that people testify to their belief in Christ and their faith in God it, most all the time when they're a professional, well, business person or politician or government, whatever, but especially in the world of athletics, people misinterpret that as to say, well, they're claiming that God is on their side. Right. That's a good point. And <clears throat> that's not true. I don't think God cares who wins a football game <laughs> or, or wins a golf tournament. I mean, if you disagree with me on that, that's fine. Right. I'm just saying that what, what most of these guys and ladies do when they give glory to God is they're saying there's something higher than my worldly achievements. Yes. And that is God Almighty. Right. And my faith in God, whether I do well or whether I do poorly, it doesn't affect my relationship with God. But God does bless uh, his children with, uh, with uh, gifts. And with opportunities. And with opportunities. Like Esther. Like Queen Esther. You know, put in a certain place for a certain time. It was her beauty that caught the eye. Right. So, uh, no, but but it is funny because if you're not careful, it it does make it sound like God helped me win. So what happens? God helped me beat the pagan. What happens when your team went? Oh, and 17. Right. Was God not God? Yeah. I've actually got some you athletes. You have to be careful, yeah. Who, on the losing end who said, well, i got to give glory to God. Even though we lost, it's his grace that allows us to play yeah. or whatever. I Thankful, th- I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I was on, right. a, on a football field for the National right. Football League, and this is awesome. It could change tomorrow, but I'm grateful to God. Right? Yeah. See, I would have got an I would have had an opportunity in the NBA, but but I never got a – I never got a – I never got a – a chance in college you never got your shot never got my shot in college i was overlooked huh and i know and i learned from that yes i grew from that as a person right you grew a bit not taller no i didn't grow five ten and a half was all i got so uh, you know obviously the lord had an additional plan for your life so he didn't include challenging michael jordan that's right that's right well i think we could all absolutely agree with you on that uh, uh, the whole the world. only reason the, right. the only reason why you didn't challenge right. Michael Jordan is God wanted you he here had at, other plans. at American Family right. Association. Duly noted That's that. the I'm only reason. Can, <laughs> I'm glad you can appreciate that. I know y'all are wondering, uh, since we're talking about this, but William Byron won the NASCAR race in uh, Martinsville, Virginia. I don't care. Uh, Saturday night. <laughs> And that's important because well, because <laughs> everybody to you, wants Steve. to know. But also, yeah. William Byron is sponsored by Liberty University. His parents are really his dad. I think is a, is on their board or something oh, really? similar. Oh, well, that he's, is that's he's a Christian. Well, right. and there there's the significance of bringing that yeah. up. Yeah. See, there was Ed a, there had was mocked a point. you. <laughs> I did not. I, I you just said you don't. I withdraw just, my mockery. There's only so many things you can follow, is what I tell <laughs> yes. people. Ed and 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 Ed's. Uh, 
He's ne- he's neck deep into the hockey uh, season. That's right. Football. So he didn't have time. Football. For, Steve, uh, Steve, one time a couple of years ago, well before COVID, and he said, "Hey, come to come to NASCAR with." He wanted me to go to watch a NASCAR race, and I just, I just told him, I just said, "Steve, I just don't want to go watch it." Right. It wasn't personal. Right. It no, wasn't no. because of it's Steve. Just, just, you know. Just, uh, yeah. I just didn't want to watch those people. I think drive maybe Steve thought, should you come with him to a real NASCAR race, you might appreciate it more. Or maybe even get the fever. It wasn't gonna happen. Get the fever. You don't know. Okay. It's, it's you don't like, know. Yeah, you never. I'm never gonna like turnip right. greens. I don't care how they're fixed. Have you tried them? <laughs> yes. Well, there's the difference. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next story, Steve. Touché. Next story. All right. I heard we you need guys to move on. I heard you guys talking the first hour about the transgender craziness and. Yeah. Uh, I want to give you a little insight into the thinking behind some of these people. I played this for you guys this morning, but this is remarkable. I want you to hear, this is a teacher in, um, see, I wrote it down here. This is a teacher in Brook, uh, Brook School in northern Massachusetts. I don't have his name, but uh, this is what his mindset is. This is a first grade teacher talking to kindergartners who are going to advance into his class next year. And and folks, we, I, I wanted you to hear this because if you're wondering what the argument is that these transgender activists use, this is about as concise a way as you're ever going to hear. Yep. And, and if you want to know why uh, states like Florida and Ohio and some other states are enacting laws to prevent uh, this kind of thing from happening, and you may say, well, this is so unnecessary. Right. People, Kids aren't talked to about sex at this age anyway. Right. Uh, oh, really? Well, yeah. listen to uh, listen to this. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I'm reading here. That his name actually is Ray Skyer. He's a teacher. Where at? Uh, he's a teacher at Brooks School in what, Northern, uh, what, Northern what, what, what grade? He's first grade teacher. Okay. And what what uh, what town is this? And does it say what town? I in saw it. It was Massachusetts. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was up north, right by the uh, border, almost into into. Was it uh, Lowell, Mass? Anyway, yeah, uh, I'll I'll find that for you because I wasn't prepared. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> listen, listen to the thinking. Cut nine. Something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, But sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, When the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man, but when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. Now this was is this this is the teacher talking to the kids? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is the teacher talking, talking to, to kindergartners. To, well, first grade first grade or kindergarten. These were as oh, I understand kid- it these are kids that are going to be in his class next year. But they're kindergarten yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. They'll be in his first grade class next year. That kind year. of thing is going on. That's not uh, he's not the only one. That, that kind of know. thing he just happened to be recorded. That kind of thing is going on uh across the country. I'm not saying it's everywhere. But there is a reason why school boards uh, are having people show up when they learn about this, and school school boards are being changed. There's a reason why Florida enacted their law, K through three. You're not going to talk about sex with our children. Period. 
uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the right. law. Uh, so that that because it, it, when people say, "Well, that they don't," this isn't a problem. This is unnecessary. You know, no, it is a problem in some places. Well, and here's where the confusion comes. And I have read a lot of stories about parents who complain to their schools because their little kids come yeah. home, yeah, terrified. Yeah, they're terrified because they hear this teacher say that he was born a girl. Until he was 18. Until he was 18, everyone thought he was a girl, and then he became a boy. These kids come home terrified because they go, I don't like their girls. I don't want to become a boy. They can't process this. No, they cannot. I Listen, I'm listening to the guy. I can't even process it in terms of saying this has no relationship to reality. Doctors guess? Yes. (laughs) And by the way, it's a girl. This is a girl that is now a boy. Yes, that's yeah. uh, that's yeah. the the bizarre nature Doctor, of this. Well, second of all, that's a lie. Doctors don't guess what sex you are; they know immediately, right? And they know before you're even born. If you're yes. going to challenge nature, you have to reframe reality. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to try and convince people that uh, the doctors are guessing, or that you there's a legitimate way that you were once a boy, now you're a girl. Then you have yeah. to you have to reframe the whole discussion yeah, because right. otherwise it falls apart. But that that is about as clear an explanation, right? Uh, and I, I'd like us to hold on to that if we can. I'm talking to Brent Creeley, our producer, because that is about as short, concise, and clear an explanation of <sighs> their thinking as you're going to get. Next story, Steve. All we right, got about two minutes. Yeah, here. let's talk about this. Ever wanted to gain weight? Guys, uh, you know, oh, we always have this problem. I'm trans slender. <laughs> so I, I just want to know. I just want everyone to know. You I identify. You identify, as I identify as 180, as, right? Yeah. There is a, a movie out uh, it, uh, called Father Stew. And uh, Mark Wahlberg is the actor that plays Father Stew. And it's a real uh, a story about a real priest who was once a gangster and everything. But he had to gain 30 pounds. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg did to play this role effect or accurately, authentically. And so he started eating 11,000 calories a day to gain weight. That's that is beyond my comprehension. So a meal would be composed of a dozen eggs, a dozen pieces of bacon, two baked potatoes, a porterhouse steak, two bowls of white rice, and a glass of olive oil. I would that was for each meal, or just a day? Maybe a day. Yeah, okay. you can. A day. But still, I would I would be sick way before that. Well, and the thing is, he's he's wanting to look the opposite of buff. <laughs> so it's not like he's eating all this and hitting the gym for six hours no, a day. No. He's eating all this and sitting in front of the TV or his iPad streaming so that it goes right, as my dad would say, goes right to the fat locker. <laughs> he said the last two weeks of the diet was just starches and sodiums so he could get as bloated as possible. I, I just, listen, I, I, I don't think it's healthy for these actors and actors. They're grown people. They can do whatever they want. But you don't abuse your body. You remember that 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 documentary, uh, Supersize Me. I think yes. I've never actually seen it. I've heard of it, <laughs> where the guy decided to eat only McDonald's for thirty days yep. and see what happened to his body. What did he, happen? He got close to dying. Yeah. The, the his doctor who was overseeing this was very concerned about his heart. But he ate McDonald's three meals a day. <clears throat> Obviously, not blaming McDonald's. You can do that at any fast food joint. But right. And right. every so often, it's not a bad. Right. Doesn't harm you.
Yeah. 12 eggs. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, thank you. My pleasure. Ed, appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Brent Creeley, our producer, Chris Woodward. Go Larry Crumbles. And <laughs> I can't think of anybody else the on this here show today. I don't think so. Nope. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.